Hey, welcome to the After Horror Podcast with me, Paul. Me, Mike. Me, Chris. And me, Dan. The boys are back together. Whoa, okay. That's, oh, sure. The boys are back together. Finally, it's been a long time. Uh, On this episode, we learn all about Dan's very special trip to the Warner Brothers Studios. Uh, We listen to my very unsuccessful tweets. And there are more revelations regarding Chris's shocking lack of film viewing. Enjoy. <laughs> so, boys, what have we been up to? <laughs> Are you not tired of asking that question? Trick question. I've done fuck all. <laughs> uh, played some drums. Built built some model robots. I saw those. Yeah, that's about it, mate. Really? What do you mean you've built some robots? I don't understand. I've got into... Um, it's called Gunpla. It's like... Um, building models of um gundam like anime robots i love gundam oh nice cool well i highly recommend getting into model model building because they're they come in like these kits and everything just sort of clicks together and it's really really satisfying you know what else does that lego Lego. Maybe maybe you should invest in some adult models. You know where you have to use glue and shit. Have you you haven't seen my Mustang, have you? I haven't. It's what? proper adult. Well, like porn stars. Is it Lego, Dan? Adult yeah, models. Is, is that is that the one I saw you tweet at that company about recently? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> complaining, complaining that something wasn't right. <laughs> So the wheels look too shiny. <laughs> so I, I do 3D rendering. You know that, and yeah. our listeners don't. But yeah, I like to do online or sort of 3D rendering using my pooter. Um, and the program I used, it doesn't look quite right. So I was just like, bro, sort it out. And they're like, bro, it's fine. Shut up. I'm like, bro, that's all right then. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's... That that ain't no fucking child thing. That's a proper Lego. Yeah, that's some serious shit. I ain't got patience for that sort of thing. I've got model kits. I bought, you know, what's that? What's the uh, the model company that built makes all the models? Revel. Airfix. Airfix. I don't know. Revel, I think, isn't it? Or something. Something like that. It's sure, a famous why not? Yeah, but I've, I've, got, um, I've got a Voyager and an Enterprise. <gasps> nice. And, and um, uh, Viper Mark II from Battle, Battlestar Galactica. <gasps> And um, I opened the boxes, took one look, and they have not been out of the box since. <laughs> I don't understand how you can do that. Because I haven't got the time or the patience to build fucking plastic models. Fuck off. You've got more than enough time. You sit there watching wanna, movies and shit you, wanna, you could build them for me if you want and give them back. Yeah, I do that. Yeah? All right. Yeah, yeah All I've, right. Got, I've got no time. As in, I've got no friends, no life, no <laughs> hobbies. You're Fine. literally talking to three of your friends, you dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I've got, I've got three friends and they're all here. That's it. <laughs> and even then I'll question whether Mike likes me. Or he's I to- I've told you numerous times, I've got all the time in the world for you. You frustrate the hell out of me, but I love you to bits. <laughs> Although, to be fair, he could be sat there flipping you the bird right now. <laughs> he could be. For, for those listening, Mike Mike's camera's broken, so we can't actually see what he's doing. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's got his dick out. But... Yeah, 100%. Yeah, well, he's the... definitely sat there in the nut bath. I mean, you, you, you know from podcasting in person that naked is the only way I can be funny. That's true. So... Yeah. I, I love naked women, boobs. <laughs> I'm not a fan of being naked. You're not? 
Nah, I'm never naked at home, apart from when I'm showering or fucking. <laughs> so you're never naked at home then? <laughs> Hold on, how do you sleep? Uh, box shorts and t-shirt. Fuck that. Always. No, I can't be naked. What if there's a fire? Well, then you run out naked. No. Being naked is the worst, is like the, the least of your <laughs> worries if there's a fire. Yeah, no, exactly. Because if you're naked, how are you going to save all your Blu-rays? <laughs> Easy, you can rest some on your hard-on when you, like... Why would you have a hard-on if your fucking house is on fire? Okay, Why would you down, not? I'm down buildings. <laughs> I really worry about you, Dan. <laughs> so like the Billy Connolly thing we used to do about the, uh, did your parents ever tell you to wear clean underwear in case you had an accident? <laughs> so I carry clean underwear off. because I've had an accident. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you were going to get, you know, your parents are going to turn up at a hospital and you're laying there in bits. And the nurse goes, incidentally, his underpants are a disgrace. Yeah, you've got skid marks. <laughs> so the parent, it's the hot nurse that takes the trousers down. And you're like, oh, crap. I've got my worst boxes on. Trouble is with nurses is they always look really stressed out and fucking tired. You know, for a pretty good reason because they are pretty stressed out i used to i used to live i used to live with a nurse she was she's my one of my best mates wives mate's wife yeah that's true what's obviously i was living with my best mate and his wife so what you're telling us is you were in a pansexual i was i was the lodger because my ex had made me homeless anyway Um, I, don't know, I don't know why I found that funny. She absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> you had no home. You were cold. Um, so I, um, it completely killed any sort of like, ho ho, sexy nurse kind of fantasy that I ever had. Because I, and, and I remember the day it died. I came, uh, she came home. Why do day. I feel like you've said this story? Because he oh, has. Maybe, maybe. Um, um, but you know, we've always got new new hams listening, so it's worth repeating, I guess. Um, she came home uh, one day, and I was like, and I always used to make a joke that like someone had ordered a stripper because I was in my twenties and naive and stupid, and um, I was like, oh, look, oh, someone's got a dance for me, and she said, don't touch me today. Someone vomited shit on me, and I went, what do you mean, someone vomited shit? And apparently, um, there's several ways it can happen, but but basically, if your guts get so backed up your shit goes into your stomach and then you vomit it out. And I was like, ah, oh, okay. I'm still waiting for the turn off. What, I mean, what? we probably should have given a uh, dinner warning. <laughs> Who's listening to fucking the us four idiots while eating dinner? Austin, probably. Well, then he deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> He's Australian. They yeah, do exactly. shit down there, man. <laughs> Incidentally, Austin, thanks very much for the topless picture. We all enjoyed that quite a lot. Um, Chris, we've been up to. <laughs> oh, you know, my usual boring crap. Bit of working, um, bit of photography. Um, photographed a green parakeet in the garden, which I, I saw that. Wow. Yeah, and well, I initially thought, oh, someone's got a pet gone out, and then I read up on it, and they're native. Really? We have Para- a native parakeet called a green, yeah. a ring-necked parakeet yeah we have we, we have we have fucking loads of them near where i live uh, in um yeah. in herne bay don't you live in canterbury yeah so near canterbury is herne bay it's like 10 minutes oh, on okay. the road <laughs> <laughs> apparently there are millions of these bloody things in london for some reason they've got a real problem with them in london huh. amazing yeah yeah right. what, what have i been doing yeah 
Um, I think I said at the start, I'm, I'm doing some drumming and building robots. Oh, it's yeah. Not really been a lot of anything yeah, else. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've Sorry. been watching uh, lots and lots of YouTube videos about uh, urbex, like exploring abandoned places. Oh, lovely. Particularly uh, a guy called Exploring with Josh, who's this American dude. And fuck me, is he enthusiastic? What's his name? Exploring with Josh. No, I, 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 I know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's all fine. I know. I don't, I don't. No, I know, but it's, it's fine. It's, it's it's fine. You've killed it. It's fine. Carry oh, on. Go on. Right. <laughs> I mean, your jokes are so good that none of us ever get what you're talking about. <laughs> and you have to explain to us that they're jokes. Yep. <laughs> I wish I could see your face right now, Mike. <laughs> Just a single manly tear rolling down my face. <laughs> none of my tears are manly. <laughs> a single womanly tear. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what's what's good about it? What's good about exploring with John? Oh, uh just his enthusiasm really. I just love his enthusiasm. Yeah. He's like he's got like a childlike enthusiasm and it's it's captivating to watch. Lovely. And that's that really. <laughs> You know, oh yeah. Apart from my, obviously my new hobby of ordering things online. Yeah. Since since when was that new? I mean, it's 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 big. <laughs> oh, what have you ordered? I, I mean, I'm ordering things from Amazon just to have something to look forward to. <laughs> oh, see, I do the same, but with Wish because then there's an element of chaos. Yeah, but because it takes six months to get to you. Or and also, or there's tomorrow, that risk that knows. it might not be what you've ordered. Exactly, chaos. <laughs> you set yourself a limit of a fiver. You buy yeah. a lot of random shit, and then you hope for the best. <laughs> Something's got to land. Yeah. <laughs> I did that. I suffered constant disappointment. So, Well, from Wish? Yeah. 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 Uh, Amazon. At least I kind of know what I'm getting. Oh, all right. I thought you saw it. Sorry, sorry. What have you been up to, Dan? Yeah, not a lot. Anyway, we <laughs> <laughs> watched the film. <laughs> well we're staying on you because it was your choice so what did we watch we watched robert rodriguez 1998 um the faculty yeah boy that's really hard to say when it's got a the in front of it isn't it like you know when you're saying you got to say Rod, robert rodriguez's blindside <laughs> robert rodriguez's skyscraper robert rodriguez's the faculty it's it's a bit of a tongue twister, but Fine, isn't it? they were going to call it, what's it, The Feelers, um, but I'm kind of glad they stuck with the faculty. Mm, they, yeah, so am I. <laughs> so I'm not, not quite sure if they, they would have got the right demographic calling it The no. Feelers. So what was the budget, Dan? Did you look? Oh, I didn't. Shit. <laughs> 14 million. This is our usual organisation. I think it was 14 million and it made about 40, I think. Well done, yeah. Chris. Smashed it, and I'm really glad they never made a sequel. As far as I'm aware, there's no plans to either. Um, no, no, it's it's had its one and done, um, which is good because that's what it needed. Yeah. It's a nice little capsule of a film. Obviously, there's homages to um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the yep. thing. Yep. Um, even to a certain extent, people have referred to the Breakfast Club. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, and stuff like that. A lot of those archetypes. Um, and I, I think they nailed it. If you're into sci-fi, um, horror-esque films, and any of the three that I've mentioned above um, appeal to you, then I'd, I'm pretty sure this film's going to tick a few boxes. Yeah, I mean, if you like, especially if you like '90s teen horror, 
because it is definitely in the same uh, mailbag as Scream, and I know what you did last summer. Oh, it's it's Urban Legend. It's the epitome of nineties horror, if yeah. you ask me. It really is. Well, it's also screenplays by uh, Kevin Williamson. So, yeah, I read that. Apparently, they got him in to um, to write the screen or yeah. rewrite the, the script. Well, he wrote the script. Like, so, two other guys whose names escape me at the minute wrote the story. Like, came up with the story, and then Kevin Williamson came in and wrote it, the screenplay. There you go. In the only the way only he can, uh, which is epically. Yeah, with amazing dialogue, basically. Yeah, I've got to say cheers, Dan, on this one because um, I went. Well, I've, I'd never seen it, uh, and when I read the synopsis of it, the first I, I was a little bit, oh, this doesn't sound too good. I actually loved it. Oh, it this... it's a B movie. It's a it's a it's a nineties B movie. That's exactly what it and is. And I'm yeah. obsessed with the forties and fifties B movie. It just landed, and it, it... had. A, Tongue firmly placed in its cheek all the way through it. I, yeah, it's just fun, a fun yeah. watch. It's uh, it's so it's got such a fifties sensibility to it. Yeah, but with a lot more blood <laughs> and a killer know, soundtrack. I'm so glad you enjoyed it, Chris. Uh, yes, the soundtrack is like oh, the yeah. the opening scene with the offspring playing. Yeah, that's it. I'm I'm sold. You've you've got me. Did you guys see the? Uh, I don't know if you've you've um, been online enough. But there's a an album that's just been released called Now That's What I Call Dad Rock. And it's Uh-oh. got like Avril Lavigne and some 41 on it. And I'm what? like, oh no. I feel oh, so no. <laughs> oh no. Oh <laughs> no. That just makes me feel old. Yeah. Who yeah, that did it. Listens to Avril Lavigne and fucking some 41. No. Yeah, and then like um that MGMT song, that yeah, one. Yeah, I know the one you mean, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. that was uh, that was mental. That made me feel very old. So, yeah, yeah. Offspring Offspring is now dad rock. My God. <laughs> I don't so, care. I, I fucking love the Offspring, so. Yeah, uh, yeah I do as well. Um, I love the, the cold opens, this film. I love it. Yeah. Well, just the, the football, or sort yeah. of it scrolls into the, where you you get a kind of a, a nice overview of the faculty as a group of people, like real quick, like basically they don't give a fuck about this school. Oh no, they're done. No, yeah. they don't care. They're all checked out. They're completely checked out. But then you can't blame them because shortly after you have a, a scene with the the principal and she's sort of explaining the budget. And yeah. tells everyone that they can't have anything they ask for except for the football team. Yeah, because it was football school, yeah. Yeah. Because you know that principal is uh, Lilith from Frasier? No, I didn't. Well, well for anyone that likes Frasier, like me. <laughs> but <laughs> speaking of the cars, we've got All-Star. We've got um, Salma Hayek. Yeah. Whatever the fuck her name is. Um, we've got the, the chick from Fast and Furious, Elijah Woods. We've got Robert Patrick, Terminator 2. Yeah. Um, yeah. Got bloody Usher, yeah, yeah, and of course you've got Josh Hartnett, and we've got Ashton yeah. Kutcher, oh, the no, man, Josh, Josh the Hartnett, man with the most annoying hair in film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like th- these guys went on to do some bit quite big films, so yeah, this was definitely a good springboard for them. And I, I'm actually, for some of them, I'm surprised they haven't done more. Like particularly Josh Hartnett, 
I've liked him in pretty much everything I've ever seen him in, but he just seems to have stopped doing films. This was kind of the start for for him, kind of oh, yeah. being being that role in horror films. And yeah, that like carried on for a good second film. fifteen years, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Halloween H two O. Same. He's amazingly good in uh, Thirty Days a Night. And it's the same writer, wasn't it? Halloween H two O in this and this and this film. No, uh, Kevin Williamson was only a producer on Halloween H two O. Oh right, okay, sorry. But I mean, yeah. it would have it would have had his. He would have had some input, so yeah. And obviously, everyone was—they were all trying to make films that look like Scream at the yeah. time. So yeah, I mean that's why it does. I, th- I think if if they'd have given it to any other director, it would have been a lot more spooky and po-faced mm-hmm. and serious. yeah, maybe a little bit too serious. Yeah, well, look, because they I, gave it, they would have really lent into the thing of it all. Yeah, I think they would have. Whereas been. they got Robert Rodriguez, <laughs> he just went ah. Yeah, it's got that Robert Rodriguez feel to it, hasn't it? It's like it's a serious subject matter with people getting fucked up, but it's it's also kind of funny. Yeah, I read that um, they they did ask Kevin to do it, and he was tempted, but he had his own project, um, one of his own screenplays. It would have been been, uh, Scream Two at the time. No, it was something else. Oh, they filmed the same year. This and Scream Two came out the same year. Uh, I can't remember. I'll look it up. But yeah, no, it was another one of his own. Uh, oh, teaching Mrs. Tingle. Yes, that's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Rewatch that recently. It's a good film. I haven't seen it. I might. That's oh, to... good, man. It's really good. Really good. Oh, you know the uh, there's a bit in the faculty lounge after the some of the faculty have been uh, turned, where Salma Hayek's moaning about being ill and all that shit. And you've yeah. got there's the uh, big fat guy with ginger fella with long ginger hair. Yeah. Now he is—I can never remember the guy's name—but he's a really famous film critic. Um, ain't uh, founded the website. Ain't it cool news? That's it. Ain't it cool news? Yeah, yeah. Harry Knowles. Harry, Harry Knowles. That's his name. Yeah, yeah. He's a very, very famous film critic. Uh, to the point where he could make or break a film. He had so much power at one point. Well, if you're going to make a film, then get the, the the person in it. Yeah. Well, I think again, he was in it because this film is so self-aware. And uh, I think that Robert Rodriguez. See, for for me, and I know I feel like this kind, these kind of films from the nineties, they are very aware that they're films. Do you know what I mean? Like Scream, um, Urban Legend, all those films for me, they're very, very aware of being films. They're not trying to be real. They're not trying to be, um, uh, you know, you know what I mean. Like, it's it's almost like back to the John Hughes stuff where it is yeah it like is exactly Breakfast right. Club Pretty in Pink Sixteen Candles all of those yes they're they're kind of based around a a, a story but they're very aware they're films and there's yeah. there's kind of antics that go on um, to take them into a, like the next level um, to to make them a movie rather than I a, think the a I story. think the whole the whole plot of the film feels like the like the anti-Hughes in that, you know, a lot of the high school drama that, that John Hughes did, you've got your you've got your misfit group of characters and then they kind of learn the lesson at the end and they're all friends and it's all, it's all nice. And, you know, they're a bunch of weirdos and they continue being weirdos, but they have character arcs. Whereas in this, um, and, and I was reading an article um, just before we, start, we started um, from the AV Club who kind of echoes these sentiments, um, in that the end of this film... Everyone has gone to fitting in. Yeah. 
Like no one's going, oh, I'm making a stand. I'm out on my own. Like, 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 oh, we, we've, we've changed as people and they have, ch- they have changed, but there's, they're back in the box. Yeah. You know what I mean, that they were always outside the box. And in John Hughes films, these people break the fucking box and, and carry on and, and have a great, and have a yeah. great life. And it's all about becoming you. I mean, but in this film, it feels like, and, and fuck me if, if the film, you know, the whole film isn't about fucking, you know, com- conforming. Yeah. They I mean, all start even, to conform. Even oh, spoke- I, I disagree. I, I think it's the complete opposite. What, at the uh, end of the film? No. Well, the, the goth the whole stops fact- dressing like a goth. Yeah, even Stokely's dressed all fucking preppy and shit at the end of the film. Yeah, yeah but the guy who didn't want to be on the football team it's almost, has now joined the football team and is like no, really happy yeah, about it. Exactly. So they all reverse roles, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think they reverse roles, but I don't think that they're doing it to conform. I think they no, are. No, but whether they are doing it intentionally or not, they all do conform by the end of the film. And then at the they very end, like Elijah Wood, Elijah Wood saying, "Oh, you know, isn't it? Haven't things changed?" And then there's a scene where the where the same group of bullies are bullying a kid in exactly the same way that they were bullying him at the start of the film. Yeah, it's just it's just saying nothing's changed. We we all all that's happened. The only thing that's changed is we've learned to fit in and conform. Yeah. We've I mean, been assimilated. Even to the point where it's only happened in this town. Like, yeah. I like that. I like the small town feel of it. Yeah, I found it quite similar uh, in that regard. You said about the small town feel. Yeah. Uh, I found it very similar to, to the blob in that regard. Yeah, it does kind of have that. I mean, maybe, inten- maybe intentionally. Yeah. But I found it, I mean, because all the characters are just like these massive stereotypes, um, which in some instances, like, some films you see that and it can be really annoying, but I actually found that quite endearing in this. Yeah. I found myself kind of warming to these characters, even yeah. though like right at the start, Josh Hartnett's character comes spinning in in his little black version of the General <laughs> Lee, and you think, yeah. this guy's going to be a bellend. We actually ended up liking him. Yeah, I like that he's um, he's clever. He's not an idiot, hmm. like especially when they're looking at the thing and he some, seems to like know more than everybody else. And she says... Oh, you're smart or whatever, and he says I'm a contradiction. <laughs> I like that. Although we are, we are, they are kind of over asking the audience, and I don't think they'd get away with this these days, of um, overlooking the fact that our main protagonist is a drug manufacturing dealer. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this movie was way pro drugs. Yes, yeah. I mean drugs essentially save the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I couldn't I can believe it. Yeah, like, because Hollywood's like typ- typically incredibly anti anti drug. And, and when when we when the film started, I was like, oh, okay, that's how he's going to get his comeuppance. You know, they're gonna it's going to have something to do with a uh, because I'd read that it was an alien invasion, yeah. and that was all I'd read. So then I went into the film, and I I thought it was going to be like, oh, he's going to be given a new drug to distribute, and that's going to be the thing that. You know he's responsible. Drugs are bad. Blah blah blah. <laughs> and it no. <laughs> Do drugs. Free yeah. your mind, baby. He literally designs <laughs> and sells narcotics. Yeah, yeah. And he's even punting into the teachers. Yeah, <laughs> it's mental. It's absolutely crazy. Like and another and another thing. Like it's it's weird that you could not snort that entire pen's worth of drugs up your nose. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give it a go. <laughs> but at the end of the day it's not drugs it's just glorified pro plus I, i'm not 
Yeah, essentially, but it's you know, it's it's still drugs. Whatever it is, he's still gonna jack manufacturing you up. and selling drugs. It's pro plus, like caffeine's not illegal. It's other household goods, they're not but illegal. But it doesn't matter whether it is or not. It's he's selling it as a drug. Like he's marketing and selling it as yeah, a drug. And and you can make thermite from household goods. That doesn't make it legal. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. That'll burn yeah. it. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I mean, you can make weed from household goods. It doesn't make it illegal. Uh, I've tried oregano or oregano. doesn't work. It doesn't do shit. <laughs> yeah, Actually, I meant to Google. There was a scene that's just jumped into my head, and I, I wish I'd Googled it. I don't know if anyone – did anyone else Google uh, what the relevance of Kill Your Television was? The only part from my – I know it's a song by Ned's Atomic Dustbin in about 1991. Um but on in the, you, in the, you would know that, yeah. But there was a, I made a big thing. There's a huge, big sign on the blackboard in the in the classroom when they do, when they first discover. Is it when he finds the little thing on the um, when he's in the, the biology computer. lab, and it's got kill your television in huge letters. But I didn't look up whether there's another relevant. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There probably is though, because I know a lot of there's a lot of little background things in these films that uh, uh, point to other films. I read in the, the opening scene that if you uh, look in the background where the um, teachers are discussing the budget, that um, you can see a European map that still has the USSR and um, <laughs> Czechoslovakia and all, all the like the old states, just oh, really? how old um, that their equipment is, except for obviously the, the high school uh, football team's equipment. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I quite like that there's stuff going on in the background that gives like nods to, to what's going on. It's been thought about. Yeah, it's 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 got so much depth as far as background goes, this film. Like um the, all the classrooms, they look like legit classrooms. Like in lesser films sometimes you you're in a classroom or whatever, someone's kitchen, and you're like, Well, that's clearly a set. Yeah, uh, and again, I think even if you look at things like the um the door frames and that you can tell they need to paint again that the, the the whole school budget's been um sacrificed for the the football team's you know want and needs to um yeah. to bring the punters in it's and, just uh, it's just kind of shabby uh, yeah it does look but, a bit but the shabby. football field is gloriously mowed it's got yeah, underfloored sprinklers and like yeah exactly like yeah. The grass is more greener than like anything you've ever seen and uh, but i suspect that's legit in a lot of american high schools like i i would imagine that's probably fact well i i do know that the school football team and the cheerleaders were genuine um uh, austin this is school in austin texas i can't remember the name of it now uh but they've got their genuine um team uh, football team cheerleaders to come in it's the school <laughs> that they're in that's um, amazing and he's yeah. even down to the uh, the football night when they get all the fans in. Uh, yeah. They had a football match on, but they asked everybody to wear um, custom T-shirts that they bought for the film, so they, they oh, could that's, it. that's awesome. Yeah, so it's it's legit a, a school and um, everything. That's Robert shit. Rodriguez living up to his kind of Gonzo uh, uh, reputation, isn't it? Yeah, I'll oh, just use his ear. I yeah. really, I really want a Harrington High T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that. It's a really nice touch. You know, when they found, when he's found uh, the little bug, the uh, little amphibious thing, and he's taken it into the classroom with the teacher, and the teacher drops it into the tank of water, and the 
the blonde girl, without giving away anything, puts her hand on the glass and the tentacles come up and they form the shape of her hand from the no, inside. Claire, it's Claire Duval. She puts her hand on the glass. Oh, is it Claire Duval? Claire Duval? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, her. And it forms the shape of her hand. I love that. It's a really nice little touch. Because you're what, like, ah. Uh, what I quite like. So I was good. Little creatures, weren't they? I was quite surprised. I wasn't sure what to expect. But actually, when that little creature, because like, they did the little thing with its mouth opening and it, Actually, it's pretty cool. It looked cooler than I was expecting it to look. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not great CGI, is it? But it, that was 1998. So. For the time, I remember it being brilliant. But yeah, yeah, watching it back, it's like, uh, okay, kids could do with a little tweak nowadays. But Oh, yeah. What I quite like is the professor that you're talking about is called Edward Furlong. Yeah. Edward Furlong played John Connor in T2 who then obviously is being chased by Robert Patrick, who's in yep. this movie. Like, there, there's this weird whole like symbiont going on with... I feel like there's a lot of little homages in this film that I don't know, maybe I'm reading into a lot of them, but there's like, you know, when the old woman goes into the shower and her skin head comes off, I feel like that's an homage to The Shining. Yeah, I felt that as well. Yeah, I feel like that's deliberate. Do you know what? I never thought of that. It could be. So, and I I, like things like that. I I get the impression it is because there, there seems to be lots of... Um, things like that going on. So in the the opening scene, you've got Robert Patrick when he's running down the hallway towards um, yeah, yeah. the head teacher. That is a homage to the uh, the T two scene when he's running towards um, John uh, John Connor or T yeah. like the Terminator in the, the corridor. That literally, it's so there's there's loads of stuff that Rod, Robert Rodriguez has called out in this film. Yeah, um, yeah take your pick. I'm, I'm sure there's some in there that even like the uh, the IMDb fans haven't called like picked up on. Yeah, it's mad. It's magic that scene. I fucking oh, the sound of that clump of hair in the water. Yeah. Whoa, <laughs> that is rough. <laughs> but I like that it brings that group of people together, and I, I like things where there's like a small team of like friends or whatever fighting against the bigger enemy that's why I like buffy you've got the the team and like that's what i like about this speaking of which did you know that um they are sarah miguel sarah michelle geller to um try out for a part and uh who plays what's her name claudia oh uh, charisma carpenter yeah um yeah. I, I think she was asked to do the role um of dahlia um, but she said no because it's too much like uh, yeah. playing in Buffy. Exactly the same. Yeah, exactly. So she she declined for that exact reason. So yeah, there's there's definite parallels going on at the moment. Well, again, it was the nineties when it there was that the that brat the nineties brat pack. Yeah. They were just in everything at the time. Fucking love it. Can't yeah, me too. They're my like the nineties is hundred percent my era, like well, all of ours really. Well, not Chris's. <laughs> <laughs> not Mike. Who's born in it? He, he's got no idea what happened in the nineties because he's too young. Who? Mike. Mike, were you born in the nineties? Uh, excuse me, but <laughs> the eighties were the best three months of my life. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, that's what I'd love to claim. I'd love to claim the eighties, but I was only. Yeah. I was only ten when it ended, so I, can't I, I was in the. I left school in the eighties in nineteen eighty-five. <laughs> I left school in nineteen ninety-five, so that. <laughs> Which school? Senior school. Yeah, I left in nineteen ninety-seven. I started school in nineteen. I know. You're two years younger than me. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, okay. That's how that works, Dan. <laughs> I thought you said like eighty something. You left senior no, school. No, like me. That was me. <laughs> I didn't leave any school in the eighties. The nineteen ninety, I started senior school. Dan, you would have started in nineteen ninety two. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Anyway, wow. way to make you feel old. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Look at the grey in my beard. Uh, you can't see it properly there. I'm literally watching my beard turn grey by the day. Mine already is. <laughs> I, got a ch- I got a grey chest hair the other day. That was incredibly upsetting. <laughs> I've got my autumn plumage on. I thought I had a chest hair the other day, but it turned out it was just a beard hair that fell out. <laughs> You'll get them one day, buddy. I know. I keep hoping. I look down every so often. And, <laughs> you know, there is no no chest hair yet. Giving up on that dream. <laughs> happening. <laughs> anyway, back to the film. There are some great names in this as well. There's something. The Zeke. Line of Prophet. Yeah. The line of Prophet. Uh, what's... <laughs> Mary, names. Uh, apparently, um, Mary Beth throughout the entire film introduces herself as her full name. There's there's no instance where she refers to herself as just Mary Beth. Yeah. I mean, on repeat viewing, like if, when you watch this again, it's kind of obvious that she's not what she seems. There's so many bits in the film that sort of pay, it pays to watch it again. Yeah, because she's so, like, calm all the time, yeah. and that's kind of what the aliens yeah. do to everyone don't they yeah but it's just the looks like the little looks she she'll give or like yeah there's just so many little nods to it again i I read that if you um compare everybody to uh the breakfast club everybody's got a parallel within the breakfast club um i I can't remember all the names you got andy and um bender and things like that everyone (laughs) you can remember that one (laughs) (laughs) Um, but mary beth apparently doesn't there is no fit for her. And again, that's just a little highlight that she doesn't fit within. Yeah, the... she's an extra character, yeah. Yeah, and there's something else going on with her. So, um... And odd that she gravitated towards that crowd. Yeah. Is that her very early on highlighting them as a threat? No. So again, I've read um, the a potential theory around that is because she could have turned any of them at any point, uh, yeah. being the um, sort of the... the the queen or whatever clearly it just takes her spitting some of the um the parasites at somebody and they get infected but apparently she she was a loner in her planet and almost wanted to study them and their psychology everybody else is just like um uh the flock or cannon fodder or whatever but they seem to stick out to her so she almost wanted to buddy up them to study them to see that the human um psychic and the the way that they acted specifically which is why she didn't turn them as quick as she could have done oh okay okay yeah i i did actually now you say that that's kind of another thing i like about this film is that everything's really ambiguous like there's no origin there's no you know anything like that it's just happening the here and now when you've just got to deal with it so is she is she genuinely controlling this entire flock? Because obviously yeah. there's, scenes, there's scenes later in the film when they're walking out of the school and and the entire school is infected. None of them touch them. They any they could have you know if if they were able to transmit it themselves that would have been over in seconds. 
but they were allowed to walk through these hundreds of people. Yeah, I think because um, obviously until everyone's changed, you've got to keep it a secret. Yeah. Um, because they obviously each individual, once you've turned, you can turn someone else. Yeah. Although the coach does seem to do a lot of the turning. In fact, most of it, I think. Does he? What, yeah. Where? I mean, the coach definitely gets uh, the head mistress at the beginning and the old woman. And the he, police. Yeah, and the police. He definitely gets um, the biology teacher because I just watched it happen. <laughs> so basically he does most of the changing of people. I know he does Selma Hayek. He does. He does the main head teacher. He does. The, yeah, all the faculty pretty much. The police I, is done by the head teacher because um, they take take them into a, a back room. The coach isn't present at that point. Um, no, it's yeah, that's right. Yeah, is that purely down to it being a better means to an end? Obviously, a teacher is in a better position to infect a school than a pupil, in that they have power in that environment. So the teacher, you know, they called him in for the ear inspection and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, and, and the, the girl, Mary Beth, isn't going to be able to infect the teacher by teachers by going into the faculty room. You kind of need somebody already in there to be doing that without drawing suspicion. Yeah, sort of an inside like, agent. Yeah. So it's like a means to an end. Yeah, exactly that. I, I think once you get the, uh, the higher ups, then obviously it's easier to, um, to sort of umbrella down um, across the students than try and go up against the, the faculty and things like that because that will, that will rock more boats or cause more. Yeah, more it would concern. be more difficult to do as well. But what I, I, I did try and read up or find out more about is the point when uh, Delilah turns because the, the, it's not clear when – obviously, we know it happens. Again, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, then don't – you know, what are you doing with your lives? Like, yeah, I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic. What, I mean, pe people, people know that we spoil the fuck out of films. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that scene is so is so the thing, isn't it? Yeah. Was, yeah, exactly. So it's literally a homage to the blood test from the, the thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, but there's no clear indication when she's turned. But I, I think most people are thinking the same as what I did. So when the, the next day she comes in and she's dressed down and she hasn't got her contacts in, which are renowned for drying out eyes and just generally causing irritation and, and things like that. So, um, Well, that, that and also the parasite clearly enhances them as people because every one of them smartens up. And he's, they but stand she, taller, they are more able. But she's the first to become infected, infected but um, you've got Stan, the, the football player who wants to get smart. That He's not infected because he's made that decision. You've got Stokely, who's a lesbian that apparently is a lesbian, but wants to be straight. Like There's a whole thing going on with her. Yeah, Again, but she's, she's, she's clearly she's, not a lesbian. No, but she's trying to uh, come across that way. Yeah, I think just to keep everyone at arm's length. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Like, yeah, fuck everybody else. Although, again, what a uh, what a sign of the times it was made in. Yeah. How could you couldn't do that now? There's no way they'd have um, someone making fun of a character for being gay, yeah. and then oh, they turn out not to be gay. Hey, yeah. no, ex exactly. So, yeah, it's definitely a sign of its time. I bet I, I bet Elijah would love making this because he's he's a fucking horror film fanatic. He turns yeah. up in a couple of Rodriguez bits, doesn't he? Like yeah. he's um he's got his um he's got his own horror film production company. Oh, does he? he? Yeah, he produces shitloads of horror films. I didn't know that. Yeah. 
Awesome. I know it was off the back of this that he was recommended to go for the role of um, Frodo in, in Lord of the Rings. Literally, whilst he was filming this, someone said, oh, you should try out for it because um, um, Philip Jackson, or Peter Jackson, sorry, is doing the Lord of the Rings right now. Um, oh, no and, way. What yeah, is that noise? It's Chris is masturbating again. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, hate, I hate Frodo. Okay. He's literally the worst thing about Lord of the Rings. Well, I, I've said before that. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, what's his name? Thingy, Frodo's friend. I can't remember the name of his, uh, Samwise. Yeah, he's the hero of the. the yeah, film. absolutely. Yeah, I mean, really, Bilbo could have fucked Bilbo. Um, Frodo. Uh, Frodo could have fucked off, and Samwise would have just walked to the fucking Mordor and chucked it in. <laughs> well, if it wasn't for Samwise, Frodo would have been overpowered by the ring and been the new Sauron without the yep. question of a doubt. He absolutely whines through the entire film. Through all of the films, from beginning to end, all he does is whine. Yep. It drives me crazy. I love Lord of the Rings, mind, but <laughs> I just don't like hey, him. Hey, guess what? I've never seen it. What? For the love of God, Chris. Chris, you need help. <sighs> There's this whole loads of films that I just make my mind up before I'm just like, oh, I won't like that, so I don't bother. So I've not seen any Lord of the Rings. I've not that seen is, any. That is mental. I've not seen Back to the Future. <gasps> I mean, this is Chris's last cast, so make <laughs> the most of him now. <laughs> I, I'm just about to kick him from this room. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Have you seen The Goonies, Chris? Yes. Oh, thank <laughs> fuck for that. Jeez. Back to the Future, though, man. You have to watch those films. Yeah. I will literally watch any film. It doesn't matter what the genre is. It doesn't matter anything. I will watch any film at all. Still haven't watched Cats, and I refuse to. <laughs> Not going to happen. I've put so many films in my uh, list to watch on Netflix or whatever on Prime, and I've never watched any of them. Prioritise Back to the Future. <laughs> It's classic, 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 classic. Parodied so many times. Yep. It's... You could probably skip the third one, but watch the first two. No, they're, they're all relevant for a reason. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like them all, but, I mean, the third one is... Uh... It's the end. So you need to round off the story, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like it, but it's not a popular film. I, then I dare anybody to say it's not popular in my face because I will end up getting the other I, I, I literally just did. Well, <laughs> just be glad there's a pandemic going on because I would have jumped to my car right now. Um, Mate, I'm always glad there's a pandemic going on. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been so happy about anything ever. Did anyone, I mean, obviously seen it before anyway, but I, I didn't spot that she didn't take the uh, up-the-nose drug. Mary no, you're, you're not supposed you're to. Not, yeah, you're I not supposed to realise that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're not supposed to. That's why there's the whole reveal. Yeah, it was like a different scene. They, they've yeah. shot it differently. I love that scene actually when they go to Zeke's place. I love his little fucking setup. It's, it's just test tube central. Yeah, yeah. I, lo I love it. <laughs> apparently, that oh, I can't remember it now, but apparently, that house is, uh, was used in another film. Oh, yeah. Uh, and as you watch, there's a crack on the driveway and it links to the other film because the crack on the driveway was caused by the other film. Well, I can't remember what it is. Oh, what, to... what good are you? Find out. For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit it's going to take me a while to read up on it and that's just not fair to our listeners 
because they love my my sexy voice and what would they do without me i know well they probably have all the information that's true <laughs> apparently um i did read that mary beth sorry all of the other cast um talk about a master or a head um parasite that they need to kill she's the only one that refers to it as the queen yeah. which is supposed to be a uh, an indication that obviously she's um she's talking about all referring to herself and obviously yeah. that she's the queen of the um the bloodsuckers it is making me want to watch it again just so i can see if i can spot this stuff oh you should yeah you should definitely watch it again there's definitely a few things um going on Oh, I can't keep scratching the door. Hold on. Do you, know, do you know what? There's never a point in this film where Stokely's not on the screen where I'm not thinking, you should wash your hair. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's so fucking greasy. It's ridiculous. I did wonder how deeply entrenched the whole, you know, this whole, because they play a big, there's a big play near the start between, um, what's the football player's name? Uh, Stan. Stan and uh, Delilah, yeah. and a horror that him wanting to be dropped. He wanted to stop playing. A horror like I, I can't be. Was it? She's like. Um, was she like a reporter? Or, or, I can't remember what her actual role is. Um, isn't she? She doing something like, to do with the yearbook, or? Yeah, but she can't be seen without the quarterback. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, because it's that yeah. whole. It's the trope of the uh, head most popular girl with the quarterback. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I wonder how is that. I mean, is that an actual? Does it run that deep in colleges in the US? That well, it's just it's just a trope, ain't it? Like in, yeah. in all like these sort of American high school films, that's that's a trope that's just in it. Yeah. What are you talking about? Um, the like the most popular girl dating the uh, quarterback. Just her horror at his notion of not playing anymore. And how she can no longer be seen with him as a result. Yeah. Yeah. He... There's this whole hierarchical thing that is supposed to be yeah. apparent in um, US high schools. Yeah. Um, and her, this kind of ties in with what you were saying about the characters haven't actually changed. Because at the end, um, Elijah Wood's character is now suddenly a, he's a hero and she's saddled up with him. Yeah. If that, that was true, then technically, um, Josh Hartnett should have got with Delilah because he's now the the quarterback of the football team. So yeah, but they yeah. but they smash those conventions by the end of the film because she's yeah. dating the nerd, like the most popular girls dating the nerd, the outcasts dating the ex football quarterback, and the the ex sort of uh, rebel. I don't give a fuck. Is now the quarterback, but he's still yeah. smoking on the field. Yeah. <laughs> and the alien has turned into a line of coke. But yeah, you know, what, right. what can we say? Did Usher Raymond go on to do any more acting, or was this it? Yes. No, he went on to do... Was it Halloween H2O? No, nah, he wasn't in that, was he? Yeah, no. no. Was, um, uh, oh, what was his name? He his did name. go on to do another big flick um, with one of the cast from this as well. Oh, who's in H2O? Is it LL Cool J or something like that? Yeah, LL Cool J. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and Josh Hartney, obviously. Michelle yeah. Williams and Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> yeah, I, they sort of paired up out of this film um, and went on to do other ones. Um, oh, She's All That. That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, I, I love that film. 
Yeah, um, he was in that, I think, with Claire Duval as well. Claire Duval was in it, yeah. Um, oh, and interesting. Yeah, there was, there was kind of this split that took place between some of the actors um, and actresses. Um, again, um, Brewster, whatever her name is, um, went on to do Fast and Furious. And Interesting, yeah. Yeah, she's all that's a brilliant film. Just incidentally, if you haven't seen it, watch it. Do you know what? I oh, also, that's, 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 sorry, mate. Uh, just quickly, that's uh, Wiley Wiggins is one of the two. You know, uh, you seen Days of Confused? I love that film. You know, the main kid with the long hair. Can't remember his name. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that Wiley Wiggins, his real name is. Um, he's one of the, he's, him and James Masters. No, not James Masters. Oh, I can't remember his fucking name. Uh, they're the two druggy guys that keep trying buying drugs from Zeke. So that's the kid <laughs> from, from uh, Days of Confused. And, um, I cannot fucking remember his name. He was uh, in that 70s show. Which 70s show? Danny, <laughs> Danny Masters, <laughs> I think. Go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Paul, he's like, what? I was telling the fact. Why is everyone laughing? Because what? Dan's being a dick again. I just, I just uh, ignore it. I, I'm so used to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Danny Masterson, that's it. Yeah, so if you've ever seen that 70s show. No, I haven't. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I stopped watching it um, when it got to, it turned into like that 80s show. And that was, that uh, was shit. I never watched it religiously. I and then it, it, it came out that fucking, what's his name? Hyde? Yeah, Hyde turned out to be a fucking sex offender. Uh, the guy with the long hair and the sunglasses. What, the stoner guy? Yeah. The, the one that Jekyll turns into. Oh right. Well, he was a sex offender in it, or in real life? Uh, no, in real life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, but two thirds of Hollywood are. Yeah. <laughs> so that doesn't come as yeah. a great surprise. <laughs> yeah, I hate that the Weinstein's were involved in this film, but they, they, but they were involved in fucking every film during the yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like literally every one of these films, they were there was theirs. Uh, Scream, Halloween H two O, Urban Legend. I know what you did last summer. All Dimension films. Uh, this is Miramax. No, yeah, this Miramax, is Miramax. Dimension is a subsidiary company of Miramax, both owned by the Weinstein Company. All right, Mister Fucking <laughs> Dimension was uh, literally for horror films. It was a sub subsidiary of uh, Miramax for. Or also, incidentally, while we're on that, I'll give you a little fact: Miramax was uh, an amalgamation of their parents' or grandparents' names, Miranda and Maxwell. Miramax Films. Oh, there you go. There you go. Learn something new every day. And who said that like after horror is just like crass idiots talking about shit? Yeah, I mean when we get on track we do actually know stuff. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, <laughs> occasionally we drop the, the like the IMDB trivia section for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say this just because it, it keeps popping up in mind. Go on. How beautiful are Elijah Wood's eyes? Elijah Wood's eyes are beautiful. Yes, that's like right. my God, he's got some eyes, that boy. I'm sorry, then you've got Brewster, whatever her name is. You've got Mrs. Burke. Like they're way hotter than fucking Elijah Woods. What What are you looking at? I don't understand. I mean, it, let's let's be honest. The hottest person in this film is Josh Hartnett. After Josh any, Hartnett, though, I'm talking like Elijah Woods. Given, right. yeah. I mean, in order of hotness, I think it goes Josh Hartnett. Um, <laughs> I can't believe we're doing this. Delilah. Is it Delilah? Yeah. Yeah, Delilah, Mary Beth, um, Elijah Wood, um, Claire Duval, Stan. Um, Mrs. Burke. 
Oh, we're going teachers. I was doing the main group. No, and that's right. That's oh, been our that. Nuts magazine review of the five hottest <laughs> yeah, stars. I mean, I mean, I still think uh, Josh Hartnett is hotter than her. Like, uh, I would sleep with Josh Hartnett first. That's how, That's what I'm okay. saying. This is a, this is a development. <laughs> I mean, like, seriously, if, if you could take her head off and then just have her sitting in your lap, I thought you were going to say, if you could take her head off and put Josh Hartnett's head on her body. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a winning combo. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's a good-looking cast, isn't it? Let's be honest. Uh, I've seen worse. Like, the After Horror podcast is a pretty damn ugly cast. I mean, that's why we do a podcast and not a fucking TV show. I know, right? But yeah, he's uh, he's a young scrap of a lad in this, as Elijah Wood. (laughs) He's a bit of all right. I wouldn't wouldn't toss him out of bed on a on a cold morning. I, I we me and Duffy binge watched It's a Sin on Sunday, so it might have brought the guy out in me a bit. <laughs> I've not seen it. What's that? Oh, it's um Russell T Davis's new show about um like this group of uh, gay guys in the eighties and like HIV. Really good. It's fucking depressing as fuck it is depressing as fuck there's yeah. no like and it was all okay in the yeah. end it's like, like I, real I, sad i don't know about you guys but i've never honestly given much thought to aids because it's not really a threat to me so i've never really given it much thought but then to watch it i'm mean, and i don't know how real they portrayed it but to watch it on screen and like what it can do to to what what it was doing to people in the 80s because obviously now it's not really an issue but fuck me what an awful disease yeah, yeah. Re- really opened my eyes fuck what a great way me. to catch it though uh what intravenous drug use oh i was thinking being fucked up the arts but well that, is, got, um... that is what it was in in that but yeah it's that or uh i mean uh, there's loads of ways you can catch there it was out. a there was a rumor that went around in 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 my school when we were just kind of learning what what all this kind of stuff was um that there was this there were like specifically a specific homeless guy had aids and he was um and he'd stab you with one of his with one of his drug needles and give you aids and like there was this thing that went on for ages that he was hiding needles in like bus seats and oh yeah cinema seats and stuff yeah and i was i was genuinely like terrified for a little while to do anything or go anywhere um it was i don't know i don't know if you're old enough mike but do the rest of you guys remember the aids adverts on tv the ones where they're carving it out of the rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it was in the it was in the yeah, show. It, was, it was in the show, yeah. But when that advert was was on TV when I was a kid, it fucking scared the shit out of me. Like it fucking scared the shit out of me. I thought that like AIDS was literally going to like COVID <laughs> run rampant through the population <laughs> and fucking kill us all. You know what I've just realised, right? You know Zeke puts his drugs in pens. Yeah. Is that to hide it? Because it's really obvious. <laughs> no, it's because it's a quick... You can straight up the notes. Impossible. Why? There's. Imagine how much is in a pen. Get some sand, or you've probably got some coke laying around. Get some coke. <laughs> fill up a pen case. I'm just going to equiv... As someone who works with children, I just want to equivocally say I don't have access to any coke. <laughs> no, me, me either. <laughs> I don't. I've I tried, but I, nobody I know can get it. Honestly, wouldn't want access to coke. So. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I don't think it would be. I don't think it would be not to the average person anyway to snort that amount of a drug up their nose from a pen. It is a considerable amount. Like the lines that I normally do, I, that people normally do, um, <laughs> are quite 
quite a lot shorter. Like they're about the size of my penis, which, if you can imagine, isn't very big. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Plus, plus I noticed they were like I'm, big I'm, I'm laughing that you said your dick was an inch and a half. You know it ain't that big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm quite impressed. The ladies, just, she's showing off for the podcast. Aren't yeah, you? exactly. I want them to think that they stand like a chance and something that's surprisingly good. <laughs> oh, is it? It'll be a surprise. <laughs> yeah. If they just look president of the Micro Penis Club, then they'll see my name at the top. But... I didn't know that a human penis could be barbed like a cat's, but here like, we are. Like, like Klingons. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> Don't Klingons have two penises? Isn't that like canonic now? Uh, is it Because of Discovery. <laughs> then I, I swear they've got like... It says Mate, that they've got two uh, penises. I'm going to make a confession. I fucking gave up on Discovery. Uh, I gave up on season three because yeah. I, I really don't like massive time skips. I got, I've got, i gotten three episodes into the new season and I cannot stand it. I can't watch Michael Burnham Saves the Day anymore. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm done with it. <laughs> oh, my God. There's fucking trills. I love trills. Now there's trills and I was really excited about it, but oh, no. Yeah. Michael Burnham saves the fucking day. I'll tell you what is good, though, Star Trek-wise, going completely Lower decks. Lower fucking decks. It's fucking amazing. I, I made an audible cheer when... I, I've only watched, like, four episodes. Same, yeah. But, um, on, on the end of the, uh, the... I think it was the third episode when they're talking about the... The Bloinberg maneuver, which is, <laughs> yeah. which is to 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 as lazily as possible complete your task or do whatever yeah. you need to, and then it's like, and now we're going to move on to another great savior of um uh, another great figure in Starfleet history, Commander uh, Liam O'Brien. I was no. like, yes, Le- Liam O'Brien. <laughs> That's the name of the is the actor Liam something. No, have I, have I got that wrong? <laughs> Cole Meany is the actor. Why am I and calling his Liam? His name is Miles O'Brien. Oh, um, an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, Lower Decks is fucking brilliant. I absolutely love it. But Discovery can fucking kiss my ass. Oh yeah, all right. So they're on the bit now where they're taking drugs. There's absolutely no way you could suck that up your nose. <laughs> well, I was going to say, they, they, they look like Bic Biros. Yeah, they bit. are, yeah. Bic, Bic Biros, if you've got them handy, we've got some in the kitchen, have an air hole on the side. So the physics of that don't work. Unless you're going to physically cover it every time with your thumb. Because if yeah. the air's getting hit, you won't be able to suck it up. It's ludicrous. <laughs> what are we talking about now? We're, we're back on sucking, uh, yeah, Dick. after slagging off Star Trek Discovery for a bit. I'm looking for something new to watch, so, because I've just finished Lower Decks, so. Yeah, I'm on episode four. It's fucking brilliant. Only four? I did it in a night. Like, what's wrong with you? You're uh, right. I like to savour things. Plus, no. I, only, I only get sort of alone TV time for the last couple of hours of the night, so I like to, I'm watching Quantum Lots of stuff you not well. watch it with you. No, not low decks. No, she doesn't like. She doesn't like Star Trek. Well, oh. she doesn't. She doesn't dislike it. She's just take it, take it or leave it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I had no idea. I mean, she's seen way more Star Trek than the average person. Yeah, only because it's on every day <laughs> via um, osmosis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm, I'm watching Quantum Leap at the minute, so I'm sort of splitting my time between that and uh, oh, I'm, low decks. I'm so annoyed that I, I've I've did a really what should have been successful tweet the other day. And I'm so annoyed that it's not successful. I said quantum leap, but he keeps jumping into the bodies of dictators. And in order to move on, he has to do war crimes. And I thought that was really funny. And I enjoyed it. I was like, aha, that's dark and funny. And then, uh, nothing got nothing. I was like, it's bullshit. You're, <laughs> you suck Twitter. <laughs> 
I hate Twitter. <laughs> I hate all You used to media. love Twitter. I used to love Twitter. You, you yeah. were the reason I, I got into Twitter. Yeah, I used to love Twitter. But then it turned slow, like all social media, apart from Instagram, it turned into a fucking cesspit of shit. A cesspit of pure hate. Yeah. I like Instagram. It's just nice. I love Instagram. Stuff. Yeah, Instagram is it's non-political <laughs> mostly. It's you know, it's not a bunch of people telling other people how to live. And because they're better than you. Really? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like That's what Facebook is. <laughs> you have to avoid all the influencers on, on Instagram. But, but oh, and, that, and all the people trying to be influenced. Yeah. Hi, guys. Positivity. I'm doing a um, live workout at 10. I'm just releasing my new calendar. Um, uh, it's just daily affirmations, you yeah. know, just stuff that... Keep, stuff that, that, keep that shit off of there. You could read in a book, but, um, you know, I know you don't read. <laughs> I see very little of that because of the way mine's curated. It's all films. <laughs> um, well, I actually improved Twitter quite immensely by I started following topics, uh, which uh, is like yeah. a, a thing. Um, so I just follow like a load of like Bloodborne and Dark Souls and Gundam stuff. And that's been really nice because it's just been pictures of fucking robots and, and people slaying demons it's and stuff. robots. Well, who, no, better? no, I'm just it's just a funny affectation, Dan. And if, now I know it, that it annoys you, robots all the way. It's, <laughs> it's from the Goldbergs. Oh, okay. I've not seen that, so that's brilliant. I love the Goldberg. Well, I, I got it from from weirdly enough, um, our, our mutual friend Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robots. Yeah, that's what the father calls it. I mean, uh, I mean, right. Gundams aren't actually robots because they're uh, they're piloted. But yeah. that's, that's another question. That's another uh, conversation to have. Anyway, we watched a film. We watched Look a film. me bringing it back on twack. Tell us interesting. Okay, so uh, I'm just on the bit where Delilah, uh, beca- Lila or Delilah, 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 where she becomes infected. And what's interesting there is she doesn't seem to know she's infected. Oh, she does. No, because she's just snorted the thing up her nose and you get all the little underskin um, uh, parasites moving around. And she looks scared and she says, what's happening? I, I think, one, because she doesn't – it's not clear at that point what that – oh, no, wait, because it affected the professor. Yeah, exactly. Uh. She doesn't seem to know. That is interesting. You said that like Terry Tibbs for a minute. She doesn't seem to know. <laughs> she doesn't seem to know. <laughs> That's like Michael Caine. There's a little bit of Michael Caine in there as well, yeah. <laughs> but um, as far as I'm aware, she's the only one that happens to. In what respect? Like, well, because she's the only one you see sort of unaware. And she must have been infected for a while, especially before they got to Zeke's. Well, the, the common theory is like the day that she comes into the school wearing glasses and is uh, a, a lot less um, dressed up is the day after she's been infected so i would not agree with that maybe well, but because i feel like she's because she makes a point of saying they're trying to get her and they are because she's influential within the school so she comes in sort of dressed down to sort of try and blend in a little bit because she's trying awfully hard to uncover the secret for someone that's infected. Is she though? Yeah. What, what does she do to uncover it? Like try and uncover it? Well, her and um... you could say the same about Mary Beth. She's she's there in just as much of a yeah, but she's um... also con- she's also controlling it. She's very Machiavellian. She's controlling everything. Like what they're doing, she's trying to steer it. She's trying to control um, Stokely's. Uh, 
like feelings and shit. I disagree. I, I think actually Elijah Wood's probably more the controlling one, if anything, because he gets his parents involved um, and calls the the police to to go to the school. He's the one that um, I wouldn't say that's con- I wouldn't say that's controlling in any way. That's trying to bust open the situation. Whereas Mary Beth is controlling the group of people. She's influencing them to do certain things. Oh, Mary Beth is. I, I thought it meant Delilah. No, Delilah. She, her, and uh, what's Elijah Wood's character's name? Casey. 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 Her and Casey. They're the ones in the staff room and stuff, trying to find mm. shit out. And yeah, but she's not turned at that point because she's still her normal self. Because there's a, a thing where they said, oh, we tried to get a hold of Delilah, but she's not answering the phone. Yeah. And the belief is that's because she's out and she's been turned at that point. And yeah. that's the day or the night before she comes into school um, in the, the glasses and the more um, conservative clothing. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's not clear, and it? You it's know, not it's clear. I, just, I just think it's weird that she doesn't seem to know what's <laughs> going on. Well, I mean, is she maybe that's a ruse to try and... Say, oh, don't, so. don't kill me. Like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I think so. But then it makes, well, like, she says that, but then her eyes turn white, like it has taken hold of her. But then again, maybe if Mary Beth is controlling them, she hasn't switched them on yet. Maybe she's infected her, but she hasn't. Yeah, maybe people need to be activated. Yeah, maybe she hasn't let her get taken over, so she acts more natural. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. We don't know to what extent because, it, that, again, that's not clear. All the teachers tend to be the the ones doing the the turning and the um, the main. I want to say, what, what's the anti protagonists? Uh, and uh, protagonists and antagonists. An anta- yeah, they're the antagonists of the film. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, it's it's not clear, but I quite like that. You know, yeah, I do. Much. Well, it, it encourages conversation so it's good especially for our purposes <laughs> except mike he's too busy writing bt emails yeah he's still writing bt over there i'm just not i'm just not going to rise to he's, it he's, he's sitting there trying really hard to write a successful tweet after his failure of the last one <laughs> hey i i got i got a pretty successful tweet when i took the piss out of army hammer <laughs> that's so fucked up that's real messed up yeah. what the fuck man yeah like, no. of all the revelations, like, there's so <laughs> many, like, celebrity revelations, and you're just like, yeah, I mean, it's no real surprise that that guy is either a sex pest or whatever. But then Army Hammer's like, basically a fucking cannibal or a wannabe cannibal and some kind of creepy sex weirdo that likes getting stabbed while having sex. And you're just like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, it was uh, it's a weird one. Really weird. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Mate, uh, go- so- Google Army Hammer and Cannibal. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Do I have to? Uh, yeah, not right now, but i just leave that with you and you you have a look later. So, yeah, so for Christmas, I got a, uh, I got a top um, that is like a, you know, they, they, they did a run of tops for a while that were like um, metal covers of like pop, uh, like popular acts. Do you know what I mean? No. So I've got a Hall of Notes t-shirt that's in like the Metallica font, and then there's like oh, okay. a, a giant oh. beast eating someone, and it's it's Hall of Notes man eater. <laughs> um, and so I just popped that on, took a little picture, and went got my army hammer top on today. Like thought nothing of it, and then uh, yeah, it got like sixty five retweets or something. Wow, you mm. took off there. 
No, you know, absolutely viral, mate. Viral. Come viral there, mate. You're uh, <laughs> you're up there now. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're, you're, I think you might be an influencer. Oh God. Well, um, if it's, you just happened. use the uh, the offer code uh, Orvis Beard, um, <laughs> then you can get twenty percent off at uh, Bulldog uh, shaving products. I don't think I've ever been retweeted. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like <laughs> right, I don't, I don't know if we. Hang on, but all you use Twitter for is trying to get at companies and make them correct things on Lego. Damn straight, <laughs> they do, motherfuckers. I, I also liked the way you are. Uh, you uh, asked this like company if they were staying safe. <laughs> well, you know, I, I thought that was a nice touch. I had a go at them, but I need to make sure they they, they appreciate I'm still human. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a monster. What do you think I am? <laughs> what are you on Twitter? Because we we stopped following each other. What are you on Twitter? All things Dan. Yeah. All things. I can't remember if it's dots or dashes. I, like, yeah, I can't remember. Oh yeah, because all things Dan is is Dan Harding. I don't know who that is. All uh, that's Dan. Dash. That's Dan's porn name, Dan Harding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not subtle, Dan. <laughs> no, you're not that either. Uh, hold on. Let me check. This is good content. It's excellent. <laughs> I fully expect you to cut it anyway, so. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this is gold, mate. This is gold. <laughs> there you go, mate. You've been retweeted now. Oh, shit. Which one have you done, though? <laughs> Feel free. You can read it out. I don't mind. Feel free Look to read out your own tweet, Dan. Look at this shadow he's put. <laughs> and it, was, it was me complaining at Mechabricks who have spent years working on a product to develop a great Lego site and me having the cheek to tell and say, yeah, well, the plug-in that you put is a bit too reflective. Can you change it? And they're like... I love it. I read, I read that tweet and I was, I was looking at it and I said to Duffy, look what Dad uses Twitter for. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I only I only found out about that tweet because my girlfriend went, "Is Dan all right?" <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's really pissed off about his Lego wheels. I went, I went oh, okay. <laughs> no, Dan's not. He's very broken. He needs sorting out. This is a serious business. <laughs> but first, are you staying safe? <laughs> <laughs> you better be bloody staying safe because if you're not. <laughs> Um, okay, CEO of Lego, I hope you're staying safe. Are you okay? <laughs> I love you. Your wheels yeah. are too shiny. <laughs> sort your fucking wheels out. <laughs> Fuck. I, I need to remember that you can see my retweets and my complaints. <laughs> I mean, if you don't know that, I haven't. I, I, I dread to think what your likes are going to be. For some reason... <laughs> Twitter like has decided account. to start emailing me when certain people have tweeted things. <laughs> <laughs> so for some reason, that's why I saw it, because I never go on Twitter, only when I get emails. So I got this email that said you tweeted something, and I thought, well, it must be important if I got an email for it. And I went on it, and I thought, well... Dan has made a very important yeah, tweet, and you must know about it very important. Well, it was to Dan. But I don't, it didn't really affect me in any way. I don't have a Lego car. It wasn't that important. Like, I was just messaging the guy who runs the site. Um, and he'd come back and said, shut up, you idiot. It's, <laughs> it's the way it is. And I'm yeah. like, 
you just that? have to deal with it. And then he was like at the end, P.S. Yes, I'm staying safe. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm safe as houses. Thank, thank you for your concern. <laughs> Ironically, I think he actually is in New Zealand, which is one of the safest countries in the world right now. Yeah, so. they don't yeah. have COVID anymore. No. Yeah, you but know, I mean, that's you know, not... You know that's, why? Let's not get political, but it's because they shut the borders when this first happened. Yeah. No, you that's, know, no, like it's our not, tiny island could have no, done. No, 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 that's not, that's not fair. That's not fair, Paul. We can't compare them to us because they're like this tiny kind of island community. Bigger than us. The only way that you could, you know, get there is via, like, plane. or And, and, and we're, you know, landlocked. So there's no way that we could have re- recreated recreated that at home so yeah. you know and boris is doing his best that's what he said he's doing his best and he's having a little cry about it i'm so sorry no. i'm doing my best I boris is, boris can't... is fine matt hancock if i ever see him walking the streets i'm oh. gonna deck him i fucking hate all of them i how can we ha- how can we trust a man to be our prime minister when he can't be trusted to brush his hair <laughs> i'm i'm fine with that look at you you haven't got any hair because you choose exactly. to shave it off it doesn't need sh- like brushing Look what at I, me. I, I don't think I can remember the last time I actually put gel in my hair. I don't want to get. I don't want to get. I don't want to get political. But <laughs> we're a bit late for that. You can't say, "Oh, he's doing his best." When he's like, well, "He's no, he's not," because he's ignoring the scientists <laughs> and yeah. ignoring what anyone else in the world has done. So I'll, no, he's I'll not give, doing his best. I'll give Boris his dues. At least he's had COVID. Like Did at he? least he's bothered to catch it. Like Matt Hancock. <laughs> Matt Hancock, the piece of shit that he is, um, still took a bonus this year. Yeah, voted against children getting free school meals during the fucking uh, the lockdown. And the you guy... talk about that because then that means you had to make all the school meals for your daughter, didn't you? It's exactly right. <laughs> the, yeah, Matt Hancock is a piece of shit. Yeah, he probably he probably he probably also voted not to protect the NHS. Oh, I, oh I'm pretty sure he didn't. Yeah, he is a low life scum. He's a cunt. But, yeah, Boris is. He's a victim of his own stupidity. Something. No, Boris is a muppet. He is a moron. That man. <laughs> I think we should cut all this. By the way, <laughs> I, I want Matt to hear me turn around and say, "I'll hit him in my car if I ever see him." It's, it, it's not that. It's just that I I don't want to listen to a podcast where they get all fucking ranty and political. It fucking annoys me. Whether yeah, I right. whether I agree with him or not. So yeah, <laughs> let's just cut all. Yeah, might cut the shit out. Let's get back to the film. Boobs. What, what film? What <laughs> um, did we watch? Cats, right? There's this cats. film that we watched. <laughs> yeah, Cats. Fucking, that was a piece of shit episode, wasn't it? Uh, Obviously going to cut us cussing out our own episodes. Why was it a piece <laughs> of shit episode? It's only a piece of shit episode if you didn't sit and watch along. It was uh, a watch along. If, if I wanted to I watch was the film, absolutely I would have... fucking flabbergasted by you posting in the group chat, well, this episode's going to be shit if you're not watching along. <laughs> I said for fucking months, let's do a Christmas watch along of cats. And everyone's gone, yeah, okay, cool. We'll watch along. And then at the start of the episode, I go, we're going to watch along. We're going to start it. And then you you come in and I was having the shittest day. And you just went, yeah, well, this episode is going to be shit if you're not watching the film. Of course it is. Of course it fucking is. So just uh, just so if you uh, if you if you listen to our cats episode, it was shit. Uh, we're really sorry about that. It was a watch along. We're really sorry that you had to watch cats. If I'd have wanted to watch cats, I would have been involved in the podcast. 
Yeah, I, uh, I, I, now... I still, I truly believe everyone should watch it because it's a fucking that's an experience. It's never gonna happen. Well, I now have to measure my life like before and after. <laughs> that. Yeah, B B C, like we B-C. all do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think we're pretty much at the end of it, anyway, aren't we? Well, we've not done anything chronological, but I think we've covered all the bases. Uh, yeah, we don't always have to do a chrono. No. We, we certainly didn't for the first like fifteen episodes of this podcast. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I mean, when all said and done, it's a fucking brilliant film. It's a great movie. Yeah, piece. Super fun. Super fun. And uh, two, so two of us, being Chris and uh, Mike, saw this for this is their first time watching. Yeah, it. yeah. couldn't yeah. believe it. Couldn't believe that this was uh, that this film existed, and I didn't know about it. Given the yeah. the star quality, given the the person who directed it, given the person who wrote it. Uh, yeah, I just I can't believe it. It missed me. But do you know what's you know, weird? Like, if you haven't seen this, this was like big, and this was a big film in the nineties. Like, I wonder what else you missed. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I'm actually kind of envious that there there must there must be some really decent caliber nineties films that you haven't seen. Have like, you seen the Urban Legends? Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, don't think so. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, that's a classic as well. well that, I know, what, I know what my next film choice is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Dead Man's Curve? No, I've not seen that. What? <laughs> Your face. <laughs> Get on that immediately, Matthew Lillard. Brilliant film. Oh, okay. I, I love the nineties for horror. I think that was when it was in its um, epitome of eighties well, um, and nineties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Late eighties, early or late eighties to the nineties. No, nope. from the mid seventies all the way through the eighties <laughs> and all the way through the nineties. That was <laughs> and some of the two thousands and maybe twenty tens and no horror's great. The twenty tens was fucking awful for horror. I'm kidding. No, oh, from not. Hellfest. Ugh. That was that was this year. That was the twenty twenties. Like the twenty tens would be from two thousand to two thousand and ten. All right. Famously shit for horror films. Name a film that was made in that decade that's good. Uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get back to you on that one. (laughs) I'm sure there's a few, but most of them were bloody awful. (laughs) When when did the Marvel Cinematic Universe start? Well, they're not horror films. I literally said horror films. No, you said name a film. Name a horror film. We're a horror film podcast. (laughs) But I, I, I'm pretty sure I've got some sort of Asperger's or OCD. When you say name a film, like you're I'm, pretty sure I'm a hundred percent sure. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're only missing a diagnosis. <laughs> All you're missing uh, is the regulatory I, I, medication. Right? If you've ever seen Dan, uh, um, Warner Brothers, stop there. Just tour. stop there. If you've ever seen Dan, <laughs> no, listen. Right? If you've ever seen Dan at the Warner Brothers Studio tour, you would be in no doubt that he's definitely on the spectrum. Right? <laughs> so. Why is that? Bear in mind, like, I've been there multiple times as well, but Dan had been there, like, twice before. The first time I went, we went together, right? And it was my first time, and I think Dan's third. And (laughs) as soon as we got in there, 
he just went off on his own and, <laughs> yeah. and took a photograph of literally every square inch of the building and didn't speak to anybody. <laughs> Bearing in mind, that was my third time and I had two previous cameras of identical photos. So once Why? we got in there, the next time Dan spoke to someone or saw something that wasn't through a camera lens was when we were eating at a restaurant <laughs> yeah. afterwards. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we drove around the corner, didn't we? <laughs> It was fucking funny. That's included. My daughter hadn't, but that was the first time my daughter had been there as well. And I still didn't acknowledge she was there. <laughs> it was so funny. She kept going up and standing next to you and you just didn't acknowledge her at all. I didn't realise she was there until like the oh end. My God. Didn't take the camera away from his face from the time we got through the doors to the time we left the building. It was absolutely brilliant. That's amazing. <laughs> So, what do we all think then? Obviously, oh, get it watched. Obviously, it's a get it watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I, you I, haven't seen it, what the fuck are you doing? I dare anyone to say otherwise. Like, I'm I, obviously I won't read out the Amazon reviews, but I'm interested to see what they've got to say because oh, you're gonna you're gonna love this. <sighs> so, speaking of which, what? Where are we going? Yeah, where are we going? Mike? Uh, well, we've got, we've got the kayaks packed and we're ready well, to go. You've got the kayaks packed. <laughs> got my teepee. <laughs> oh, got my machete at the ready. Uh, so uh, I would suggest that with the kayaks that you've got, um, you grab yourself a couple of machetes uh, because we're going to be floating along down the Amazon River, stopping off at one of the sides and then uh, making our way through the Amazonian jungle. <laughs> There's a yak in the Amazon jungle today. That's oh, mad. Oh, my God. I think the uh, the cockatoo's got fucking COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to go right off the bat because I read this one and it, the t- title of it alone is fucking annoyed the shit out of me. So this, this person hasn't even got the bottle to put their name, so they're just Amazon customer. Uh... And they've given it one star and the title of their review is Awful, Worse Than I Know What You Did Last Summer. <gasps> Like, like what? Anyway, ready? Okay, here we go. The moment I left the room, a sense of relief, spelled R-E-L-E-I-F. Relief? Yeah, came over me that I could get away from that horrid creation. Someone actually believed they could get away with releasing this under the guise of a film. (gasps) I can pinpoint what it is, but the whole thing makes you look away. Not with fright, but with horrid disgust for the poor actors who had to endure the torture of having their name attached to this project. This film rivals even the mighty, awful Lord of the Flies, which was, in turn, worse than Zeffirelli's Romeo and Juliet. Grow up. Wanker. So Elijah Wood went on to do Lord of the Rings. Yep. Um, Josh Hartnett went on to do 30 Days of Night and other things. Claire DeVal was huge after that. Didn't she do Cool Intentions? No, it wasn't Cool Intentions. Yeah, yeah she was in that. But was she? <laughs> but she's all that. Like, they all went on and had massive careers yeah. after So it really can't have done done that bad. Uh, Kate, uh, there, is, there is a really long one, but having read it, um, they've... <sighs> I don't want to... I don't want to read that one out. 
Um, but Kate Brown says, an awful film, no characterization, bad plot, really taken from several other films, swearing all through a really bad film. Oh, my God. There was a swear in it. Where was the swear? Who even cares? Like, it's so incidental that nobody even noticed it. Yeah. Did they, they said damn, didn't they? That was the swear. Or gosh, <laughs> gosh darn it. They didn't even mention. He says like, "No more, no more stroking the bishop, flogging the bishop." <laughs> when he's talking about wanking, like, what's, what's I, I watched the long... Simpsons episode earlier, and they talked about wanking on it and used the words wanking. Yeah, it's because it's not a word in America, is it? Exactly. Yeah. Like WTF. <laughs> um, what's the long one that you didn't want to read out? Miranda nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to get into that. Yeah, well, we brought that up earlier, actually. So, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, there's not really a lot of it. The rest is just about the Blu-ray, <laughs> as, as per the usual. Yeah. Although there is a, there's a very good one here for you, um, Paul, um, as the language connoisseur of the podcast. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, if you could just read that, please, that'd be great. Uh, let me let me uh, just take over here, Mike. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so this is by moi, Comi and Grandi. Um, and not, that, there's not even an E in the end. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the title of their review, I don't know if it's a male or a female, um, oh, their review is Oubliet Vite. Right, ready? Go on. Error de ma part, pas la description. Vos film que déjà passé, 5.6, fois à l'art, even. Um, 2012, 2013, 2014. Um, new meme to the fair did ever. <laughs> oh, quite fantastic! <laughs> yeah, obviously. It's not on that. That was great. Um, need code to watch? Just repeat <laughs> this DVD. Tried play it. The player keeps saying it needs an out of country code. Uh huh. I don't know where I'm supposed to put the code. Uh, uh, recommendations oh yeah i've got a good recommendation can i go first yeah okay so um it's a podcast uh i am really really into conspiracy theories which nowadays you can't say without someone saying oh you're a flat earther no don't believe in flat earth don't believe in any really conspiracy theories the only way you are believing any conspiracy theory is if there's like you know someone gives you a conspiracy theory if you say but why? And they can't give you an answer that isn't new world order or fucking some bullshit. Don't believe it. So really the only conspiracy theory worth believing in is JFK. Cause you go, why? And you go, well, there's a thousand whys. (laughs) But anyway, my point being here, I love conspiracy theories and uh, I love conspiracy theories podcasts. And I found a new one recently called uh, theories of the third kind. And it's fucking excellent. If you like that sort of thing, they don't just do conspiracies. They do uh, like ghost stuff and um, aliens and Bigfoot, all sorts of shit. It's really good. And it's sort of funny. It's good. I might have to check that out because I quite like alternate views on things. I don't necessarily believe in um, conspiracy theories, but I do like alternate opinions. Um, And I'm open to listen to it. That's why this one's so good because it, with a lot of conspiracy theory podcasts, and I've listened to a lot, uh, a lot of the time I feel like I can't really get on with it because I'm not, uh, I don't believe them. I just like listening to them. I like to talk about them. But a lot of hosts are like, they're so far down the rabbit hole. Like, there's no telling them that this ain't fact. 
Yeah. It's back to them and they're saying it. But these guys are like, they just research the conspiracy theories and they tell you about them. So yeah. they don't necessarily believe them and they'll give their theories about them at the end. And like, it's really good. I love it. That's cool. So much so, actually, after three episodes, I immediately became a patron. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting because I'm not that I like, I'm really into cryptozoology. I love that stuff. Because, that? Uh, it's just, uh, uh, yeah, cryptids are unknown or undiscovered species. Yeah, like, um, like big, 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 big one. But there are I mean, other, other areas to that. There's like the coelacanth fish that, you know, they were supposed to be extinct for 65 million years and then a fisherman caught one. Yeah. In the 80s. Like, what the fuck's that been for 65 million years? Yeah. And I like, so I kind of like the science behind all that stuff. So, yeah. Have you seen those, uh, those river salamanders that are like massive axolotls? Yeah. Fucking huge. Well, people thought, um, uh, platypuses were, uh, myth. Yeah. Uh, the one was sent to the British Museum in like the 1800s and, um, they, threw it out because they thought someone had literally stuck a duck bill on a platypus yeah. on a uh, beaver or something. Yeah. <laughs> they, they threw the sample away. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. So that's my recommendation. Check them out. That's theories yeah. of the third kind. Cool. Anyone else? Not watch lower decks. If you're a star Trek. Yes. Fan. Do watch, lower watch decks. lower decks. That's, that's really all I've been up Actually, to. Actually watch it. Even if you're not a star Trek fan, if you're into Rick and Morty, if you're into, um, Oh, shit, what was that one on Netflix? First Encounter? For... Yeah, it looks it look, the similar, uh, very similar um, style to that Final Space. Final Space, that's the one. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that as well. But no, um, Lower Decks is, is really funny um, to the point where they even get Deanna Troy and um, what's his name? Um, Riker uh, actually do a cameo role and things like that in it. So oh, did I? It, yeah, it's a real homage to um, oh, the Star good. Trek films. You've, you've kind of probably nicked my only one um, <laughs> for a recommendation. I I can't think of anything off the top of my head that um, I'm really into. I've, I've done done all the future armors recently. I'm currently going through The Simpsons. Oh, my God. That's, you're never going to not go through The <laughs> Simpsons. <laughs> Um, WandaVision I'm a, so WandaVision I know you're not into it Paul because you don't like the Marvel series is, is... I, might, I might check it out I've heard good things and it's different and it? it's not it's really different so yeah. you've obviously got um, Wonder and Vision that had this um, life together but the, the series um, represents or shows that there's a very dark undertone and there's something else going on um, as to why they're there. I don't know if you know a lot about um, Marvel, but she's got reality changing powers. And there's been a couple of times where in the comics, she's done something and then everyone's like, something's wrong with this world. And then it ends up, she's at the center of it. She nearly, killed, she nearly killed all of the mutants. Yeah. No more mutants. No more mutants. Yeah. It's not her. There's a, an organization that have tracked wonder and vision into ah, a, right. a thing. Um, but each episode slowly starts revealing what's going on between yeah. their world and um, this, you know, this organization that have tracked them. Um, I'm only up to obviously the, the current one, which is episode three, and there's there's not been a lot been divulged, but it's it's gripping in respects of if you ignore the um, the fact that it's throwbacks to 50s, 60s, 70s um, yeah. sort of comedy episodes. Why are they there? What's going on? I've got a feeling at the end there's going to be this 
fairly epic reveal that will play a large part in the Marvel Cinematic Universe um, as a whole. You know what? That's actually part of what's pissed me off about all this. I don't want to have to watch Marvel series to know what's going on in the films. You generally don't. Like, no, if you take they're, Agents saying, of... they're actually saying now that the series are going to tie directly into the film universe, so you're going to need to watch specific series. It can only be... Oh, well, actually saying that you've got Loki due to come out. Yeah. Um, you've got um, Captain... Or not Captain America. You've got Falcon and Winter, Winter Soldier. Um, and there's that, one more. That was actually supposed to come out before um, WandaVision. Oh, was it? Yeah. I don't know why it hasn't. There's some, there was some hold up. COVID? No, it wasn't COVID. I don't know what it was. I, I'm going to watch it because I'm, I'm a massive MCU fan. Um, so I will end up watching it. I've done all of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and mm-hmm. um, things like that. See, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call myself a massive Marvel Cinematic Universe fan. I like the films, but I, I don't go crazy for them they're good but well um so who's, well, who's I, next? Bed, I want to watch quantum leap <laughs> <laughs> um it's chris's choice okay oh, um, completely unprepared i'm just gonna appear around the corner at my oh that do uh 1976 <laughs> yeoman oh <laughs> ooh. good choice i might just watch the remake <laughs> <laughs> joking, joking. <laughs> so on that note um yeah so the real, the, the, what is the real horror the uh, real horror is, yeah, the Tory government. Whoa, Matt Hancock. Yeah, it's true. Hundred thousand dead. Fuck you. <laughs> Got a problem with that? You're a dickhead. Highest, um, um, highest death rate in the world. In the world. In the in world. The even, world. Even compared to the states. Yep. Oh shit, we fucked up. We're a tiny island. How the fuck? Has that happened? I tell you how bad leadership. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs>